you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. Sherry B and J-Mac are also on tap. On tap. On tap. <laughs> They're on tap. It's Friday. make up words. We just do whatever we want. It's Friday. They can be on um, tap. It's the Friday edition. It's the gumbo <laughs> show. Erin <laughs> Addison's. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, a little bit of an abbreviated week for us, but we wanted to do something just a little bit different. Um, it's our gumbo show means that everything kind of goes into the pot. And hopefully you'll appreciate that and participate. Mm-hmm. We'll open the phone lines way up. So that means that if you've got something that's already on your mind, already on your heart that you wanted to talk about and um, maybe alert us to or just have a conversation around, um, then you can give us a call and get started right at the top of the show. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. I'll tell you something else that um, we have been discussing and we were hoping excuse me, we were hoping that you would want to participate in, um, you know, all across this country, the body of Christ is really responding to what God is revealing to us. There are things happening in the earth. Uh, There are things obviously happening in government. Um, There are the spiritual implications of things that are happening in the medical community. um, And then also disease and pestilence. Mm. I mean, you could try to find a nice way to put it, you know, but as you always say, Will the Great, uh, let's use Bible terms. Now, that is so funny. So we did this fun thing with our kids around the dinner table maybe a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago. And, um, you know, I just said, okay, guys, I want you to tell us the first words that come to your mind (laughs) when you think of us. Like each person go around, like what comes to your mind, first word that comes to your mind, kind of like maybe to kind of sum up the person or something that you think about them, you know. And um, they they kind of already had answers for that. Right. Like, like they, they had already been thinking already. about that and talking about it and discussing like, it among hey, themselves. So we're that? like, wait, hold on a second. Right. Um, what do you mean you guys already have um, words, you know? And so my word was, um, was it like, was it something with sound? <laughs> yeah, something with sound. Something like, like surround sound. Surround sound speaker or something. I don't something. know. Something megaphone. Something. It was... <laughs> It was really horrible. Okay. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then Gabby said, the first thing that comes to her mind, somebody said, uh, one of my phrases uh, is, I'm sick of it. And I was like, no, I don't say that a lot. <laughs> and then I was going through the house <laughs> like the next day. Uh-huh. And I was like, look at this. I can't believe, you. guys, I'm sick of this. I can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped myself and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I do say it, you know. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really got me about this was that for you, mm-hmm. they had these cool like like J.D. was like, oh, for dad. I'm like, it's like, uh, oh, boy, <laughs> well, it was like sniper, um, <laughs> like s- sniper creeper, because like dad doesn't say much. But when he says something, it's like, like, you know, and I'm like, wait, hold up. 
How do I get like surround sound and he gets like sniper, <laughs> hey, like, you know, long range missile or something. I don't I don't know what it was. And anyway, but you've been downgraded. Right. Because they say you talk about pestilence a lot. So now you're worth <laughs> <laughs> right. They said they pestilence. said um, pestilence. Yeah. And then they said for me, it's, it's more accurately. You know what? Let's turn to it. <laughs> i i tell them all the time when somebody mentions a bible passage if mm-hmm. you have your bible there and you can i tell them turn to it yeah. even if it's up on a screen i say guys always always read it you know because and and our, our um, people who are watching on facebook can see me do this because i always tell our kids that often in life what people will do is they will give you scripture like right here because they want to use it to make a point which is not necessarily wrong, mm-hmm. but scripture is best understood when you can do it like this or like this. I'm just, I'm, I've got my fingers like ever widening. So what I'm trying to say is keep the scripture in context. And so I tell them when a person uses one passage, mm-hmm. you would do well to read before and after that passage, try right. to as best you can get a little bit of context right. as you're reading it. You know, um, sometimes you can't always do that, but yeah. anyways, um, I say all of that to say there's a lot going on in the world, and yes. I use the word pestilence, and that's what this story yeah. just summarized. Um, but the Lord is uh, encouraging his people. Amen. And the Lord is speaking to his people. Um, as we read the word, the Lord is encouraging our heart. And so if you're listening, and um, there is something that the Lord has been encouraging you with and just strengthening you, um, there's something that you've been praying uh, we invite you to share that with us and to encourage the body of Christ at large. Mm. And so if you want to do that, uh, the phone lines are open for you to do that, 888-589-8840. Of course, you can talk about whatever you'd like on a Friday. That's why we call it the Gumbo Show. Um, everything goes into the um, into the pot. Mm-hmm. But we want to hear from you today. What is it that the Lord is um, kind of stirring you with Putting that you're your seeing? Putting to, to pray. Yeah. 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 And, and let me just say this, too, because this is a time where we can really get into, um, you know, nurturing fear in our hearts. If we're not careful mm-hmm. with all the news and all the things going on, but God has not given us a spirit of fear, you Amen. know, and we should not receive that. And this is a prime time for us as believers to pray, to seek the Lord. And we should have already been doing those things. But, man, you know, like in our time of need, we, we need to seek the Lord, you know, whether it's about uh, COVID, whether it's about uh, what's happening in the world, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, Afghanistan and, el- and other places and, you know, whether Whatever it may be, like we we need to turn our anxiety to prayer, you know, and and God promised that we would have a peace that will come upon our minds and our hearts that will pass all understanding, you know, and will guard our hearts and our minds. And so, you know, as we are dealing with these situations, you know, in our personal worlds and also within the world, we need to remember that our prayers are powerful and effective, that God hears our prayers you know, and uh, man, this is something that we should do. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Will the Great. All right. Let's go first? to William in Ohio. Hi, William. Hello. Hello. I just hello. want to say thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. You all have been an inspiration. This is the first time I've called you all and I've been listening for uh since you all been on the air, I believe. Wow, thank uh, you so and I, much. And I will say, Will, one of the uh, Will Wednesdays that you did uh, just really inspired me. 
And uh, you're, you're both just an inspiration. Hmm. Just an inspiration. Oh Praise God. Uh, but I did want to uh, mention, you said mm-hmm. something that the Lord has laid on the heart to inspire the family as a whole. Um, something that we as children of God have been drawn into or just have uh, been doing what everyone else has been doing, and that's simply what we call our children. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we call our children kids all the time. I used mm-hmm. to do it, uh, but when I started looking into it, baby goat. Mm-hmm. And God never calls us his kids of the pasture, but his sheep of the pasture. Mm-hmm. And when you look at a kid, a kid's uh, um, th- their attitude is they're rebellious, they eat anything, they're orderly, so on and so forth. Plus the fact that uh, understand that a kid is a, is a mascot for Satan, a bearded goat head. When you look at it, we don't want to call our children something that God has not called us. Um, so therefore, you know, just something I wanted to, and uh, you know, give give people a food for thought. It's something that we do all the time, mm-hmm. and we don't even think about it. We got kingdom kids, we got kids this and kids that. But when you ever ask somebody how many children do you have, they don't say I got five lambs at home. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and. One last thing I want to say is normally when I uh, counsel young people, I tell them to look at the definition of a kid and to explain it to their children and let them know the characteristics of it. Now, being called a sheep is not the most impo- uh, um, flattering thing either because they're the dumbest things on the planet. <laughs> but we are uh, God's children. We are God's mm-hmm. sheep, the sheep of his pasture. And if you explain the two characteristics of each, when your child begins to act up, you ask them, what are you acting like? And then they'll say, go, but what are you? <laughs> I'm a sheep. Uh, you know, just once again, food for thought. Okay, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and sure. uh, allowing me to uh, express that. Uh, and I'll hang up and listen to what yeah. you say. Thank you, William. Thank you, William. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Will, what do you, what do you think? About, I've heard that before. Yeah, We've actually gotten a call before, call before. I, that's where there was a sister about. who said, why are we calling our children kids? We ought not to <laughs> yeah, do that. It'd yeah. be a huge adjustment for me. I'm, yeah. I'm willing to give it some thought and, I, and, and yeah. to consider it. And I guess, you know, I haven't thought too deeply on it, you know. Sure. And, but I understand what William is saying. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I hadn't, you know, considered what I would be calling my child by saying kid. You know, I just hadn't yeah. really considered that. But, you know, I respect what he said. And, you know, thank you for your call. Yeah, thank you so much, William. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Richard in Arkansas. Hi, Richard. Hello, folks. Hello. Hello. I, I truly enjoy your program. And thank you. I would like to share something. Recently, I was called on with a group of fellow ministers to pray over young people as they were getting ready to go to school. And the Lord blessed me with this thought, and I was praying for this young man, and I looked at him, and I said, can God make a mistake? Obvious answer is no. And I said, that's correct, and he made you. You're not a mistake. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has led me to share that with young people many, many times, because teenagers in particular, insecurity, they struggle with who they are, 
mm-hmm. and where they belong. And God has always told them, you're not a mistake. I made you. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you, Richard. God Thank bless you. So you. Much, and I, I'm going to tell you, that is that is such a timely encouragement because in um, more ways than we might imagine, our young people are struggling with understanding the sovereignty of God in their design and the fact that he gave them their very lives. Mm. And so that is such an encouragement. Thank you so much for that, Richard. We appreciate you. Well, the great, what do we go to next? All right, let's go to Anna in Arkansas. Hi, Anna. Hi, guys. How are y'all doing this afternoon? Good. Hello, good. doing great. Good. I listen to you guys every day. I want you to know what an encouragement you are to all of us parents out there. Mm. And a lot of times, I got to tell you, Mickey, I'm driving down the road and I'm saying, that's right, girl, you tell them. <laughs> I'm all on as I drive down the road and just praising the Lord with you. But just real quickly, um, I'm a single mom mm-hmm. and my daughter was recently with her dad over this past weekend. Well, a family member came down with COVID. Mm. So now my child is having to quarantine away from me. Mm. And it's not necessarily the best environment. Mm. And I just called to encourage parents today. Let me tell you all something. Don't stop teaching your children the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't stop showing them how to view everything in this world through the lens of Scripture because God will do it. Mm. He will deliver your kids, and He will protect them when they're away from you. I found out this is a test for me. It's a mm. test for my daughter as well. She's 13 so that's an impressionable age for a young woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I told her, baby, listen, this is why you must pray every day. You must do your devotions every day. Mama's not always going to be there to protect you, mm-hmm. but God will never leave you or forsake you. No matter where you go on this earth, you can never get away from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I said, baby, this is your chance to shine your light for Jesus in this darkness. She's not in the best place right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, baby, these are the, this, you may be the only Jesus these people ever see. Mm. shine your light and trust God because he can little listen y'all he can literally physically protect your child wherever they are Absolutely. I plead the blood over her and of course we're taking our vitamins and doing some precautionary things mm-hmm. but the Lord will protect your children don't live in fear live mm-hmm. in confidence that God is who he is and he will do what he says he'll do Amen. I won't lose my mind, Mickey, and go over there and grab my baby. I know it all, Anna. God bless you, my sister. Listen, that's real, okay? Like, I I, I mean, I can imagine what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Mm. But right now, we just agree with you, and we cry out to the Lord on your behalf, Anna, that he will protect your daughter, that he will strengthen her, that he will build a garrison around even her mind and her emotions, that in every way she will be guarded while she's away from you. And we ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, we'll grab this break and we'll be right back. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. It is the Friday edition. We do a little bit of a lighter show. Talk to you hopefully way more than we get to do during the week. Um, And the phone lines are open. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And that's Palace with Heroes. 
Sherry B and J Mac are on tap helping us navigate the show and take your calls at 888-589-8840. We can talk about whatever you like and as much as we are able to talk about those things. If the Lord has been encouraging your heart um, as you look out and see the things that are going on in the world uh, around us, uh, we want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Um, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Ricky and no, I'm sorry. Let's go to Terry in Mississippi. Terry in, wait, no, Ricky in Arkansas. I'm sorry, Terry. Ricky in Arkansas. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I guess you can hear me okay, can't you? Yes. Okay, a while ago they couldn't. Uh, I was just uh, listening to your station. Uh, I listen to it all the time. And whenever I heard uh, Sister Addison say what she did about reading above yes. what uh, somebody quotes in a verse and reading below to get the full uh, context of it, yes. that just really made me happy. Mm-hmm. I have been telling people that, not to just take one verse, but to study stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I am not a preacher or a minister, but I work with uh, addicts and alcoholics because mm-hmm. I used to be one myself. Mm-hmm. And I try to get the Bible verse verses over to them and make them understand. But so many people, you know, they just want to take one little part of it to benefit themselves. Yes. Mm. Yes, absolutely. You know, our, our kids, thank you so much for your call, Ricky. And let me just say glory to God for what he's done in your life and how he's using you um, to turn back and strengthen others. Um, You know, so often now there is nothing wrong with us doing um, topical studies, looking through the scriptures, because what we can do is cross-reference in the word of God. We, we can always um, find those connecting lines in the scriptures because it has one author, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit God, right? Um, but one of the things that we try to do with our kids from a very young age is teach them that what God is communicating is best understood when it's kept in its context. And so the way we do this is um, right now, they are actually working through a Bible curriculum as part of their schooling during the day. It's not something I uh, prefer to do. I prefer to actually facilitate Bible learning with them, like we're reading through a particular book. And so just kind of going line by line. But this year we decided to do um, a Bible curriculum. Mm -hmm. Here's my point. Um, They're learning different aspects of God's character and nature as they have started out this school year. And there are several passages that are used to support Uh, this description of who God is. Mm. And so what we do is we go through and we have a discussion around this. Like I'm not just turning them loose, but we want to talk about what they're actually reading and learning. And so as we're going through, um, they're reading this one passage and we're sitting around the table and we say, okay, now let's go up and read a few verses above and let's read a few verses below. Does it change the context that is immediately presented by the writer of your Bible curriculum? And there was one instance where they were like, actually it does. Mm. They were like, you know, that verse actually is not best used there. Hmm. It doesn't really support the point that the writer is trying to make. It's a great verse. It's the word of God. But it actually doesn't support the point that they're trying to make in context. Now, why am I saying that? I'm saying that because when you train your kids to do that at a young age, it will be ingrained. It will be a part of the way they learn the word of God, which means they will not be easily swayed by false doctrine. They'll be thoroughly familiar with keeping it in its context and understanding that it can't mean something to us today that it would have never meant to its readers before. 
right? That the Lord has a message that he is communicating and it's so important to do. So anyway, thank you so much for your call, Ricky. I appreciate that. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. It's the Friday Gumbo Show and you're mm-hmm. a huge part of it. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, now let's go to Terry in Mississippi. Hi, Terry. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, God Good. bless y'all. First of all, I want to I want to say something about us being born again Christians. I believe being born again Christian sets me apart and different and very unique in God's eyes and with the Holy Spirit guarding our heart and guarding our mind and mm-hmm. our direction. We are set apart from this. Fear is not part of God's plan in any way for a born again Christian. Come on, we are being told so many lies about how we need to be divided. We need to be divided on apart than race. We need to be divided because we're not taking the vaccine. We need to be divided because you're a male or a female. We're being told that even in some of these Christian churches, anything and everything goes. It's a slippery slope mm. that we're teaching our young children. The Bible says sin is sin and righteousness is righteousness. There is a war going on. There's darkness and there's light. Mm-hmm. And there's too many people that don't understand the difference between good and evil. They don't mm-hmm. understand the basic word of what sin means. It's very simple. If it's immoral, if it's not right according to what God says, it's a sin. Mm-hmm. God has not changed from the right. day. He right. is what he was yesterday. He is going to be what he is today. And he is what he's going to be tomorrow. He is not changing his word to fit man. Come on. Man is supposed to fit God's word. We're not supposed to say, well, we know better than God. Mm-hmm. We can tell God what we need to do, and we can change his word to fit our social needs or our any type of needs. That's it. There's no fear if you believe in God. Amen. amen. God bless amen, you, Terry. Terry. I mean, amen. Thank you so much for that encouragement, strong yes. encouragement, um, biblical encouragement. God is who he is. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you, I, I just will say, you know, one of the things that came to my mind as our brother was talking is that one of the reasons we've gotten into the shape that we've gotten into where we believe that uh, the word is supposed to bend to the culture is that we've accepted various doctrinal um, convictions, if you will, that really diminish the otherness and the holiness of God. We've Mm. brought God down to our level. Then we exalt man. We give man certain powers, if you, if you will. And, uh, and, and then God is just there doing our bidding. Yeah. Right. And, (laughs) and so whenever you get into the realm where you start to make yourself equal with God, right? You're in trouble. And and unfortunately, we've normalized this in a lot of our churches. We don't even recognize it. Yeah. We've moved away right. from the authority of Scripture. Um, anyway, Terry, thank you so much thank for you, your Terry. call. I appreciate it. Will the Great, where to? All right, let's go to Erica in Texas. Hi, Erica. Hi, how are y'all? Doing Hello. good. Can you hear me? Yes, We can. We can hear you. Uh, yes, I just wanted to let everybody know to uh, look for God's gifts no matter where you go, even if you're on a walk, because sometimes he likes the littlest thing there just to remind us he's still around. Thank Amen. you so much for that, Erica. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. God bless you. May the Lord continue to encourage you and may you continue to grow in your knowledge of God. Amen. Um, man, you know, praise God. Um for his love that is consistent mm-hmm. and that is constant and, and that it is not, um, it is not in competition with his holiness and his righteousness. Yes. Right. His love is displayed in his holiness and his righteousness, his justice, his judgment. 
um, all of those things. Erica, thank you so much. Thank you, 888-589-8840. That's the number if you want to call and talk to the Addisons on this Friday Gumbo Show. I do have one story that is an interesting story. Um, just in case we get to it, I'll just let you know that it is available. Okay. Um, but because it's gumbo, I can throw it in. It doesn't have to necessarily <laughs> flow. Um, all right. Will the Great, where do we go? All right. Let's go to Tammy in Texas. Hi, Tammy. Hello. 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 Um, hi. Um, I have a couple of questions. First of all, why do Jehovah's Witnesses say that Jesus is an archangel? And why do they say that it's not in the Bible that we cannot pay tithes? Hmm. Oh, it's, it's confusing. Hmm. And that Jesus doesn't heal anymore, that that was done with, with the last disciple. <laughs> That's not only Jehovah's Witness. Um, <laughs> okay. That, 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 that. But uh, <laughs> you're right. As far as the, um, I don't, I yeah. never heard about the tides thing. I didn't know that about Jehovah Witnesses. I didn't know about the last thing either. But I have heard the whole, you know, um, the first thing that she was saying about the archangel, and I think mm -hmm. because they believe in false doctrine, mm -hmm. you know, look simply, you know, it's um, deceiving lies. Mm -hmm. You know, these things come in and their their uh arguments and and theories and all kind of stuff that's against the word of god and people you know submit to that you know yeah um i think well i know it's a spiritual thing you know because the enemy has a vested interest in in deceiving people you know into thinking like oh no you're right you're a christian and and giving mm -hmm. these false you know uh doctrines false sense and false sense of security as well yeah yeah, yeah. so i i my answer would be that, that it's a spiritual battle, you know, and the, the beliefs that they will hold would be ones that the enemy would, you know, love for them to have, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, this is the this is the trouble. Just this is still to question number one. I wrote down all three, mm -hmm. but this is still to question number one, Tammy. Um, this is the trouble that we get into when we don't understand um, orthodoxy. So when we don't understand orthodox uh, teaching on. Um, the nature and the person of Jesus Christ and understanding that he is a, he is a part of the Godhead, right. meaning he eternally exists. Right. This is not only a problem for um, false doctrine. This is not only a problem for, um, you know, I hate to say quasi Christianity, um, but this is also a problem for people who are professing some of the other tenets of Christianity. They do not believe that Jesus is eternally existent. Yeah. They put Jesus existing in different modes at different times, but that mm. there it's just one that is God. You don't see this in scripture anywhere. You see that God has revealed himself to his creation. The Lord, our God is one, but in three persons. Now, how we make sense of that, we struggle with this. We try to understand it. But in scripture, we see on more than one occasion right. where the Godhead is present at one time. Right. Okay. Look, the Lord does not need to David Copperfield you. All he has to do is reveal to you who he is. Mm. We see the Lord uh, pre-incarnate appearing in the Old Testament. The angel of the Lord is usually how you'll see it translated in many of our scriptural texts. But we understand that who these people have encountered is the Lord Jesus before he is incarnate. And how do we know this? Because they describe him as the angel of the Lord. They come in contact with him. And the automatic response is that, oh, I'm going to die. Right. Why? Because they understand something about encountering God that like no man encounters him and lives. And the things that you see the angel of the Lord doing, Jesus pre-incarnate, the things you see him doing are the things that only God does. Yeah. 
a sacrifice made to him. Mm-hmm. He he accepts a sacrifice made to him by Samson's dad. He burns it up. He's like, I'm not going to eat your food, but I'll accept your sacrifice. He does the same thing with Gideon. Yep. So so what, what I'm saying is we can avoid these kinds of false doctrines if we would steep ourselves in the word of God and allow the text to teach us. I'm going to tell you, even among a lot of um, seasoned Christians, they don't allow the text to teach them. They go, we've already done a show where we talked about this eisegesis versus exegesis, where you draw out or where you lead into. They go to the text already having received their teachings from their church. So then they read into the text what their church has taught them. Mm. Guys, that's different from the expected reading of the word of God. We're supposed to exegete. We're supposed to draw out from the scriptures what God wants us to know. And we would do well to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Now, I don't want to. I let me be very careful here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to defend Jehovah's Witnesses doctrine. So I want to be careful with that. Um, But I will call out any lies. Any I'll call out any doctrine. That's a false doctrine that 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 you do not see consistent in Scripture. So I would say that with the Jehovah Jehovah's Witness doctrine, if you deny the deity of Christ, if you deny the divinity of Christ, if you deny John chapter one, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. Right. If you if you deny that. Now, what do you what do you what do you do with that? What is John saying? Is John crazy? No, John is saying that Jesus was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, right? Then, yeah, I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to say that's that's false doctrine. Now, the reason I said that I don't want to be guilty of uh, affirming uh, anybody's doctrine is because this question about paying tithes. Oh, good grief. I didn't know that was a, a belief of. I don't know. And I'm wondering if that's actually a part of this. This is all a part of one question pertaining to Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, it, I will say yeah. this. When you look at the scriptures, this is what I will say. When you look at the scriptures, what the Lord uh, expects of us is that we would cheerfully give. Amen. That's what the Lord expects of us. And I want to say this. The scripture allows for us to give above 10%. Yeah. Right. You don't, it's not, there's not a hard and fast. You have to do this. This is grace giving. If if you read the scriptures and I know this is difficult because (laughs) you know, it just is for some people. All right. Uh, and then oh, why is healing not for today? Yeah. You would have to ask the people who are being healed. <laughs> yeah. I ask the people it, who it are is, being healed. It is why, today. why isn't healing for today? <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. Um, you listen to the testimonies that are happening, not only in this country, but all around the world mm-hmm. where God is supernaturally healing people. Um, you don't see anything in the scriptures that tells you, that uh, in the 20th century, the 19th century, 15th century, there's nothing in Bible prophecy that tells us that healing at this point, and you can mark this time, that's when it's going to end. Right. Book, chapter, verse. Just tell me, tell me where it says that. You, you can pinpoint this time that the Lord is no longer going to heal people by his supernatural power. Um, then, then you can convince me. As, as it is now, I've yet to hear somebody be able to give me a book, chapter, and verse that uh, conclusively, not something that you lead into it with. I've heard, I've had people give me verses where they lead into the scripture, but please give me a verse where you draw out that the Lord is saying that this is coming to an end at this time. 
And this is how you can know when this time is. All right. I hope that answers Tammy's question. Erin the Addison's American Family Radio, 888-589-8840. I discern that we're going to get some more calls. 888-589-8840. We will grab the break and we will be right back. American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition of Star Gumbo Show. Everything goes into the pot. Um, that means that you are a huge part of this. We open the phone lines way up, and um, they're they are full, as I understand. Yes. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and I just want to remind you about our date night that's coming up. Jackson, Tennessee, on September 20th. Go to marriagefamilylife.net to get more details about that. Uh, it'll it'll be a great time. We'll have a lot of fun. You can register now and make sure you register because we need to know how many people will be there. Mm-hmm. But go to marriagefamilylife.net to register for our upcoming date night, September 20th. I encourage you to do it sooner rather than later. We do have a, a number that we will cut it off at. And um, we're looking forward to meeting you if you're yes. in the Jackson, Tennessee area. Um, come on out. It's going to be fun. We yes. promise. We'll keep all the information <laughs> right promise. there in Jackson. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, Will the Great, where do we go? All right. Let's go to Frank in Kentucky. Hi, Frank. Hi, Will. Hello. Nikki. Hello. Uh, Will, uh, uh, Nikki, uh, what, uh, I wanted to say something to you. Uh, what I'm trying to say is when, you, when people pray, I think sometimes we uh, Christians get each other's habits. I don't know if it's a habit or, or just forget forgetfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm trying to say is uh, we pray, uh, after we pray, we're supposed to say thank you. Uh, we don't have to see God, but as long as you're praying in God's will, that, that prayer is answered, the prayer, the prayer of, of, uh, of His promises. So we are supposed to give thanks unto God. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen, I've heard this happen on Miracle Family Radio, because I'm constantly listening to Miracle Family Radio. I just think sometimes we just pick up each, each other's habits and don't give God the, the uh, glory that he, deserve, he deserves. So I, I know this is constant, constant goes on. Uh, even at, if, at church, when I go to church, I never hear someone say, after they pray, they just, they just pray and that's it. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to give God, God the glory for that prayer. Okay. Thank you, Frank. No, I, I appreciate what you're saying, Frank, because I'm I'm thinking about our supplication, our prayers and our petitions that the Bible instructs us to offer those up with Thanksgiving. Frank, mm-hmm. I you're no disagreement from me. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for pointing that out. I think that that's I mean, it doesn't matter what I think. That's biblical. What you've just said yes. is biblical, that we bring our petitions uh, to the Lord, our supplications to the Lord, all of this with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Frank, mm-hmm. you just you just hit the nail on the head there. And, and you know, maybe we would do well, all of us, to go back and, and to study that and to incorporate that into our prayers. I, I will tell you this. I don't think that for many of us, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I don't think that for many of us, 
we intend to be in rebellion against the word of God. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like what you said. We just sort of pray the way we've kind of grown accustomed to praying or maybe the way we've heard people pray. We kind of, because I mean, we live in a culture where we learn from each other and Mm -hmm. the Lord knows this and considers us in all of our weaknesses. Right. But um, the admonition that you've brought is, is a great one. Frank, thank you you so much for that. All right. Well, the great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Louie in Arkansas. Hi, Louie. Hi, Will. Hello. Hey, you guys got a great... Hello. Can Hello. you hear me? Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I was probably leaning by the window. I was just saying I love you guys' show, and you guys have some really, really great um, callers. And, and um, I was calling in about another um, person that's very famous out there that mm-hmm. copied over this one singer that took his blood and put it in shoes and such. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this person guy, he's, uh, Tony Hawk, you know, a lot of people know him. Mm-hmm. He has copied this guy and is taking his blood and putting it like he is like some idol to these people. Mm-hmm. And it really, really, really let me down. I'm, I'm not a skater or anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, he he's really set an example where not only to the kids that are like, okay, yeah, well, we got to top this off. But now the adults are like, well, I let my kids down because now, you know, they think this is okay, mm. you know, and, and I try to stay on top of my kids, you know, and teach them right. And, you know, I'm, I'm always listening to you guys show because, you know, this that's how I found out about the first time about the guy doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you guys, you guys remind me of of my house. I mean, I, you know, you guys are really, really awesome. And <laughs> I mm. just, I, every time I, you know, hear you guys on the show, you guys teach me something brand new. Oh, well, glory you. to God, you, Louis. Louis! Well, thank you. You've you've just taught me something brand well, new. I didn't know that uh, Tony Hawk was. Yeah. Was great. Did you had well, you heard something? About I that? heard, but I didn't read the story. But I saw like a headline. I think it um, was in the Turban. I saw it. Um, he has a skateboard, I think that they're selling, and it's infused with uh, Tony Hawk's blood or something like that, mm. and that kind wow. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's very influential in the skateboarding. Yeah. I mean, he's like a celebrity, a legend. Yeah, yeah, a legend. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with Louis. That's pretty crazy. And that's oh, what is man. that saying to you know our children out there who are into that? And you know, it's just yeah, it, it, we're living in a time where people are really. All like barriers and and, mm-hmm. and restraints are being taken mm-hmm. off, and and there's a lot of crazy things that are happening. We we have to be vigilant. You Man, know? this just uh, I will just say that you know what this ultimately seeks to do is to normalize the occult, and yeah. and, we, and parents have to be really really careful um, of who we commend our kids to or who we commend to our kids, and and because once you get started down that road then the door is open and then they, the kids begin to look at who the other contacts are and all of these things. And man, I, I just, you know, the enemy yeah. Yeah. does not fight fair, if you will. No. You know what I mean? Like the, it is not a waiting until they can really kind of fend off. No, that that's not the enemy wants young, soft targets. That's right. And unfortunately that would be the description of our kids until they're fully trained, until they can, you know, until they can stand, right. they are under our protection. And right. man, we have to be found protecting them. But man, this this raises a larger question that Will and I discussed this 
um, maybe a few weeks ago where we were reading an article and we discussed it with our kids um, or we intended to. I don't think we ever got around to it. Um, younger generations and more and more inco- incorporating spiritualism mm-hmm. into their Christian beliefs. Right. That now they're, they're Christian. Oh, no, we did talk about it because we talked about the horoscopes and and, and all we of these things. Remember that? Yeah. Yes, we did. Cut, yeah, we yeah, talked that about became a conversation. So <laughs> that became the conversation. We took it as an opportunity. Yeah. So, guys, the things that we do here, by the way, we do <laughs> with our kids like we take these current cultural <laughs> events. Uh, we read these headlines and then we bring it mm-hmm. to table to discuss. OK, guys, so how do we respond to this? What does the Bible teach us about this? Mm-hmm. And this might be one of those opportunities for any parent who comes across this information, chances are, if you've got a tech savvy kid that is of age, he or she's probably already familiar with it. So you're supposed to grab this information and say, man, what do we do with this in light of scripture? Hmm. Not run from it, not be afraid to, to right. broach it, but you've got to take it head on. Yeah. All right. Uh, Louis, thank you so much thank for that you, information. Louis. I was unfamiliar with that. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to uh, Bill in Oklahoma. Hi, Bill. Hello. How are you doing? Doing fine. Hello. I have a word of praise for you. I'm a uh, retired public school superintendent, Mm. and I travel around the state of Oklahoma quite a bit. And usually when I'm traveling, I always listen to American Family Radio. Mm. And it just happens that generally you guys are on at that time. Mm. Well, it's been about two months ago. I was traveling, and I was listening to you on the radio. And you had previously done an interview with Erwin Lutzer, mm-hmm. and I listened to that interview, and I was so impressed with what Mr. Lutzer had to say mm-hmm. that I immediately stopped, turned around, went back to a Mardell bookstore, and purchased the book. Mm-hmm. I then took it home with me, and in about six hours that evening, I read the whole thing. Mm. And I had been struggling, as well as my wife, ever since we retired about what we really want to do in the church. Mm-hmm. And I've taught Sunday school for a long time, but I'm not teaching right now. And so I was really struggling what God wanted me to do. Mm. And after reading that book, it became totally clear to me, as well as with your interview with him, that I was to teach that book to our church. Wow. So I am, I am now in the process of doing that, and it has become an eye-opening event oh. for all of those that are in attendance. Wow. And I want to thank you guys for bringing that to my attention. It oh, got me man. back on track, mm. and it got me to go where God wanted me to go. Mm. Oh, Bill, that, you, that Bill. praise God. Wow, Glory to God. I don't know God. if Bill is still with us. I was yeah. curious to know, is it We Will Not Be Silenced or is it The Church yeah. in Babylon? Which book is it? He Will Not Be Silenced. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yes. Oh, my wow. goodness. Bill, glory to Man, God. Oh, God. my goodness. <laughs> Let me just, Lord, I pray for our brother. Yes. And I pray that you will continue to strengthen him, Lord God, mm. that you would um, have mercy on all of his efforts, Lord God, that you would advance your kingdom mm-hmm. through him, Lord, studying this book yes, and presenting Lord. this information. And Lord, we thank you mm-hmm. for the outcome, Lord. We thank, thank you, you for Lord. what you're going to do yes. through our brother, Lord. May your name be exalted. May you be glorified in mm. the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, man, that that wow. that encourages me. Awesome. Right? Awesome. Because that is something that is so practical and <laughs> real-time action like, you know, yeah. guys, 
you don't see retirement in scripture in Come as on. much as people just stop and that's Come it. On. You don't, you don't, you don't see that, you know? Mm. I mean, there was, there was, you know, anyway. Still and work so, to be done. There is still work to be done, <laughs> you know, un, until Christ returns or until your final breath, you mm. know, whichever one comes first, mm. may we be found laboring for the Lord. Amen. And we have to ask him, we pray, Lord, what do you want us to do? There's so many of us that still the Lord is like, you know, he's not done with you. Mm. There's still things for you to do. And so I glorify God and I rejoice with our brother Bill that, wow. um, he is teaching people and challenging and encouraging the body of Christ. This, Amen. this is great. Thank you so much for sharing. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Ashley in Texas. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yes. Hi. Um, I just wanted to share with you guys uh, a situation in my church that happened um, that led to kind of a, a good thing. I, I went. I was feeling really depressed a few weeks ago and uh, just down about how this country is and I went into Wednesday Bible study mm-hmm. and I asked an older lady um, where these verses were in the Bible because I figured she knew mm-hmm. better than me um, but they were James uh, 5:16 and Hebrews 10:25 and she asked me why I wanted to know that and she and I said well I think that the COVID restrictions are antithetical to the Bible uh, well she ended up lecturing me about about being, if I was vaccinated or not, and started asking my personal medical history. Mm. And then uh, fast forward to Sunday, I, I ended up in uh, in a different, my, 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 my Sunday school, and I told them about this, and I said, you know, I, I need to confess, because James 5, 16 says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I was just feeling kind of depressed that people don't do that. And you don't see people do that anymore in church or people are kind of forsaking the assembling of themselves together. Yeah. And uh, I was really surprised that they all, everybody in the group all laid hands on me and prayed because I've been suffering from chronic illness. And I, I didn't ask them to pray for me to be healed, but to deliver me because it says, confess your sins to one another so i confess that i have been on benzodiazepine for the, pa- the past four years i'm prescribed to them but i have chronic illness and then I- i've been relying more on those pills for my fear of where the government's going than i have been on uh god yeah so mm. i asked for delivery from that and today's my sixth day without them mm. in <laughs> about four years Wow. Wow. Ashley, God bless you, sister. God bless you. Listen, man, there's so much that I could draw out from what you just said. Here's one thing I want to say. There is so much in the word of God that pertains to the body of Christ and how we are to behave around one another that we are not doing because we do not gather the way we are prescribed to gather. Mm. Unfortunately, what happens is that the church the the meeting of the church, the, the gathering of the church, the called out ones has turned into an event in and of itself. This was never God's intent. We are the body of Christ. The reason you don't have confession of sin one to another is because the one to another doesn't exist. It don't happen. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't you don't have one another. You don't have each other happening. You, you you don't have this where we are connected and we know what's going on in the lives of one another, where we are praying for one another, where we're holding one another accountable, where we can say to one another, hey, how are you doing in this area? You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. 
Are you victorious? Yeah. Is the Lord allowing you to triumph? Or what? How are you doing? We don't have those kinds of relationships because the church gathering, if you will, mm. has become an event. Come on. Nowhere in scripture do you see the event of the gathering of the saints. <laughs> there are some things that were automatic that were expected to happen when the body of Christ got together. And we don't see that anymore. And we're all suffering because yeah. of that. All right. We're out of time until Monday. Lord willing. God bless.